No. <laughs> I, had, I, had, I had such a great intro. Hold on, no, we got to rewind that. <laughs> okay, we're going to start this over. I got what you want. Hey, got what you need. BBP, take the spot. This time we're going to make it. <laughs> do it like I'll do it again. <laughs> hey, that's that's how we make it work out here. Hey, I appreciate y'all for joining us. Of course, this is the BBP Bingo Book Podcast. We welcome you. I am your V Podcaster host, Jay Starks. And you know, hey, what's up, citizens? I welcome you, especially if you are returning BOMAT members, whether you are in the live chat comic session of our YouTube, Twitch, Facebook page. And of course, if you're listening directly from streaming services, wherever you get your BBP podcast from, we greatly, and I mean greatly, appreciate you. Hey, shout out to Big, you know, hold, holding it down. He said, he said, hey, bro, you, you're on mute. You might want to, you might want to run that back. <laughs> Of course, we're going to be talking about some lovely anime. We have our winter 2022 anime discussion for our Wednesday slate. And, you know, we're going to go ahead and move on over to my office. Naruto is not there right now. So we're going to um, we're going to step into place and, and talk some anime, shall we? Let's do that. Hey. Well, let's go ahead and talk about our Wednesday slate of anime. And we have Tokyo 24th Ward. Let me scooch on over a little bit so y'all can actually see what's going on over there. Of course, we have Sasaki and Miyano, Tribe 9, Love of Kill. And unfortunately, we're not going to talk about Attack on Titan as the last episode for this final season was pushed back until next Sunday. So we'll be covering that on next Wednesday show, which is actually our season finale. Wow. I can't believe season finale for winter 2022 anime. So of course, you know, bring you the exclusive news. We will have uh, on our finale. We'll discuss our spring 2022 anime for discussion. And wow. I mean, the selections for spring, ah, I'm just, just a heads up. I'm, I'm frightened, I'm worried because a lot of these anime titles I literally have never heard before. And so we're taking a completely new dive into this. You know, usually, I mean, when you think about Attack on Titan, Demon Slayer, you kind of, you know, sniff the surface a little bit because you've seen some manga excerpts or, you know, a little bit of fluff of story, some background behind it. But nope, not this time. These are all fresh titles. So... Uh, it should be really, really interesting. But of course, we review anime here. If you're new, uh, I review three key factors when it comes down to anime episodes. Uh, one being animation, you know, how fluid the movements look, the, you know, the characters, how they're moving, you know, going back and forth. And of course, the drawing and all that goodness. Then we have story progression, which is the pace going from A to Z. And then lastly, dialogue, where, you know, that's the talking head pieces, the, you know, the 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 minutia, the good stuff, the words, the voice acting, that all that just makes it so good. And we have our rating ceiling, which you'll look at the top. You'll see from one through seven, one being the worst, two being terrible, 
three not good, four the middle, five good, six great, and seven is, you guessed it, the best. <laughs> hey, all right, we bringing in those good vibes. Look at that, we got Kepi in the building. Like, what's up? What's up? Hey, that, <laughs> she the champ, <laughs> champ in the building. And of course, long haul bid. Let's go ahead and get into our first anime episode in. That is going to be da, 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 Tokyo 24th Ward. Now we have episode 11 called Addictive Color Mixture. Now I got to give them kudos for this. Like this title for this episode is actually really, really cool. Like they put some work into that one. So if you think about the character Ran, who's like our graffiti artist, um, you know, someone that's just really, really talented when it comes down to drawing. I, in my mind, I was thinking, okay, this, this episode is going to be very heavy handed, you know, talking about Rand and have something to do with art, but no, it, it wasn't really that at all. I, I if anything, it's really, if, if you look at the characters, they all kind of symbolize a different color. So you have, um, Shuta, who represents more the color blue. Ran uh, represents the color red. And then you have Koki, who represents the color green. And so I, them, you know, eventually in a story coming together, um, you know, I, I feel like that's the color mixture within the title that they were going for. Uh, but this episode, man, like, I, you know, Man, I cried. I, I ain't gonna lie. Like, just really all the anime episodes that we had today was like tears central. Like, 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 I don't know if I got any more tears to give, y'all. I'm telling you. And then we have Saturday, which a lot of our episodes are gonna be, uh, our anime gonna be ending for the season two. And so, <laughs> I'm hoping, I'm hoping I'll be able to get into next week, uh, next Wednesday. And you know, all fine and dandy. But you know, if I if I come in and I'm I'm going through the motions, I just need y'all to help prop me up. <laughs> just just prop me up just a little bit, you know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this episode, you know, I feel like it had a lot to do with regret. You know, regret for past decisions that were made. Um, Shuta, who's you know pretty much like our main protagonist of the sh of the show, who is you know conflicted very much so where he wanted you know he always looked at himself as a hero a, you know a hero to the town which is Tokyo 24th Ward and one of the biggest reasons why he had this uh, self imagery of himself is you know one of the young ladies who passed away from a fire really believed in him and said hey like you know you you know I look at you as like a hero and if there's anybody that can do it you can and you know her passing away in this fire you know a long long a lot of a laundry list of things happened and her her mother and father were very vested in the tech world and long story short they turned her brain or body into kind of like a living computer that is able to like um 
not so not so much memorize, but rather put together scenarios that can prevent crime from happening. And that's kind of the whole premise of, of Tokyo 24th Ward is you have this system that's able to predict this information and uh, you have a sect of the pit population that says, hey, yes, we want this technology to exist for a better future. And then you have another sect of, of this, of the town that's like, no, like, you know, we need to have raw authentic feelings and allow people to make decisions and you know feel more communal and working together and so with Shuta you know uh regretting some of the things that happened because he realized that he was one of the reasons like he could have prevented the fire that killed you know one of the young girls in the neighborhood that really believed in him and uh, you know, he was harboring all of these feelings along with a few other people in his peer group. And man, it's just like, you know, he now he's having to face the choice of, OK, I'm able to liberate, you know, our town, our people or whatnot. Uh, but that would also mean that I probably have to move on from the feelings that I had of the past. And Man, I feel like we, most of us, we all go through something like that. You know, if you really think about it, um, we have those hard decisions or maybe we did something in the past that uh, we wish we would have made a better decision on or something like that. But moving, you know, and then you get faced with a little bit of adversity going forward and you're like, okay, you know, should I... Um, you know, what can I do to get over this hurdle? What can I do to, to get better? And that's kind of what shoot what was happening in Shoot the Case and really all of the friends. So Rand and Koki, all three of them coming together and saying, you know what? You know, we're that mixture. If we can just put our heads together, we'll be able to figure something out so we can possibly all have a happy ending. And ah, man, the power of collaboration. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what like what's so funny is you know when you think about collaborate especially in the working world if you when you hear the word collaboration you know it's corporate especially i'm pretty sure it makes some people want to puke <laughs> like, like if i hear collaborate collaboration one more time i'm, I'm done like i can't do this anymore but you know it, it, it's actually a pretty good thing you know overall you know and and when you work together especially if y'all all have the same goals in mind i think that things tend to work out better more so than they than they don't but um with this episode the animation was great i mean it was just some really fluid scenes that were happening uh you know i, I feel like when people watch to tokyo 24th ward you're expecting just the way the visuals look that there's gonna be a lot of uh combat and action but it's really not it's, it's more of a dramatic piece which I, i'm honestly just shocked about but i'll probably be talking about that more next week as uh we kind of grade these anime and kind of let you know you know should you watch these animes or should you not maybe you should take a, a pass on them and it's not even worth the time uh story progression story progression was good um you know it's kind of what we what you expect for all of the boys to kind of get along and get together and figure out a way to work out you know it's kind of that um common ending if you will so we're getting to that place and you kind of saw this coming dialogue dialogue oh dialogue was great <laughs> as i said before i cried like i cried just the realism that comes in 
knowing when you're faced with adversity, <clears throat> especially if you lost somebody that's really, really important to you, it's just like, you 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 feel what they're going through and you're like oh like dang so it's like i'm getting a little bit choked up just thinking about it again <laughs> but in conclusion um uh, episode 11 of tokyo 24th ward addictive color mixture was a great episode um next week is our last episode of tokyo 24th ward and we'll be putting that to rest and it'll also be our final grade too i'm, I'm really excited for that okay we move on we must we must to our next anime title and that is sasaki and miyano oh my goodness <laughs> i don't i don't know if i'm gonna have the heart to get through this one this is this is this is a rough one i'm not gonna lie y'all so episode 12 called just beginning this is the final episode and what i tell y'all Okay, you know, Sasaki and Miyano is a BL, you know, and I, I I don't know why, but it's like, I just, I love BL anime. I'm not like the biggest BL manga reader, and it, I don't know, for something for something about like reading the chapters, I, I don't feel like in touch with the characters and those emotions as much, but in the animation, I'm just all for it. Like, I'm all about that, 100%. And when I tell you the amount of adorable moments that happened in this episode, I just, <laughs> I, could, I couldn't get enough. It was just, it was, it, it was, it felt so good, you know, just looking at it. And I, I really feel like the team surrounding the author. And so you have, you know, just looking right now. Uh, you have uh, Yoshiko Nakamura, uh, the writer and the producer and director. They, like they did a really, really good job of um, coming together and expressing what I think is the key thing to this uh, episode, and really just Sasaki and Miyano as a whole. Like BL, they all generally kind of have like a theme to it, and most of the time they're all pretty similar. Um, but this one, I feel like breaks out of the mold a little bit more from the rest because it expresses acceptance, you know, of two men or two, you know, young men that love each other or care about each other. And um, I feel like that's the most important message they wanted to get off is that you have peer groups, you know, friends of Miyano and Sasaki that are saying like, hey, like, you know, we we heard that y'all are dating each other and we're cool with it. Like, it's it's not a big deal. And I, I like, trust me, I know, you know, everybody has their own reasons for what, uh, you know, they, uh, uh, you know, respect or accept and whatnot. But what I will say that it is truly a special feeling when you have the support from your peers, your family and et cetera. And I felt like, the moment when you saw all of the friends and the kind of like circling around Sasaki and Miyano and just showing that pure love and, and admiration and saying, Hey, like y'all still are friends. Like no matter what, like that's a, just a great, great, great feeling. So, um, you know, I know that the, our world that we're living in, well, well, your world that you're living in <laughs> isn't necessarily perfect. Hey, it's great here. It's it's all great here. But uh, uh, yeah, so one thing that I, I did want to talk about that I found was uh, really interesting about this episode, and I just want to bring up a little prop real quick. So um, 
Sasaki and Miyano, they wanted to pretty much like confess their feelings for each other. And so uh, Miyano says, hey, like I'm, I'm, I'm going, I took the train and I'm going to find Sasaki because I, I have to let him know how I feel. And Sasaki works at a bakery and his his home happens to be uh, on top of the bakery. And, and you know, this is. Uh, a pretty common thing I would say in Japan where you have businesses that are combined with the household as well. And I mean, I feel like in um, like other, I mean, a lot of other places around the country, this is pretty normal and commonplace, but with um, <laughs> Miyano going after Sasaki and trying to find uh, Sasaki's house because he got some clues from another friend of where this bakery is at, um, he goes and next thing you know, he runs into Sasaki as Sasaki trying to head back to their school because he was told that he left something like a jacket or something. And so they meet each other and Miyano says to Sasaki, look, I, 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 I really need to talk to you right now. Like we, we have to talk. And uh, Sasaki's kind of blown away. Like, I can't believe we're, <laughs> I can't believe we're, we're, we're seeing each other right now. Okay, fine. Like, let's find a, a place that we can talk. And this is where it gets so good because they're walking and, you know, he, of course, Sasaki, because this is his neighborhood, he knows the, the location, but they decide to go to a park and see, here's the thing. <laughs> Here's the thing. I, I feel like, especially in maybe like America, the idea of going to a park to talk isn't necessarily a common thing. You know, maybe in, in the past it was a common thing, but now it's more so like, all right, I'm going to meet you in the Discord lobby. <laughs> <laughs> private chat room or something like that. That's where we're going to be meeting that if we need to talk or hash it out, you know, or maybe y'all are go out to eat or something like that. But the park is kind of a non-existent thing. Well, in Japan, I would beg to say that it's actually a very common place for meetups, especially like, um, I'm not going to say like complete secrecy, so to speak, but rather you know that it's always a, a, a area that you can go to because Japan is really interesting. The way that it works is everything kind of has a time associated to it for the most part. And so, of course, when kids are um, on their recess moment or, you know, play out playing, you're going to see the park loaded, you know, and it's, it's, it's going to be kids having fun and enjoying themselves. But as soon as nighttime comes, rolls around, uh, maybe six, seven o'clock, it's time frame. Um, the park is completely like it's deserted. There's nobody there, which shocked the mess out of me when I went to Japan. And like it's literally like like super clean. Um, the park bench, I mean, just everything. And I mean, I got a I got a night that I gotta tell y'all where I actually got drunk. <laughs> And slept in a park overnight and was not worried at all. Like, that's how safe it felt. That's how clean it was. And, yeah, that's a whole other story. But, yeah, they, 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 they go to each other in the park and they confess. <laughs> they confess to each other. So Miyano says, listen, senpai, I like you. 
Like, no, like, I like you a lot. And then next thing, you know, it, towards the end, after they got their feelings out and whatnot, they kiss. <laughs> they kiss. And now here's the thing. I, I, I do feel like the producers and whatnot, they understand, like, the gravity when it comes down to same-sex relationships, blah, 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 blah. Because, I mean, let's just be honest. Like, we know there's always some political thing, blah, blah, blah. We're not going to make this about it. But what I will say is they were aware that if they showed, actually physically showed the kiss, that it could potentially, potentially bring up problems. But they did it in such a tactful way that you 100% could tell it was just a really, really cute and adorable moment, and I loved every moment of it. But, okay, enough of me blushing about this. <laughs> because I'm really going to start getting my feels. But animation was great. Um, I mean, they the sparkles, the, everything that lit up, that kind of show you those pure emotions that Sasaki and Miyano were feeling for each other. I mean, they just did a great job of being able to get those emotions across. And so for that, I had to rank it pretty high. Uh, story progression was great as well. I mean, getting us to this point, I said in the last episode, I said, look, they have to find a way to get us to be gushing a little bit more because, I mean, there was adorable moments before, and, you know, they don't get me wrong, but this specific episode, it, 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 it definitely gave us that grandiose moment of like, oh, like this, I'm just gushing so much about this. But uh, dialogue was great. I mean, just the things that were being said, the context, the words that were being exchanged uh, amongst really all of them, not even just Miyano and Sasaki, but uh, their friend group as well. So in conclusion, great episode. Um, it seems that uh, they've been picked up for a new anime. Now, I don't know if this is going to be a sequel sequel to Sasaki and Miyano like what happens next there hasn't been that much detail out but if I find any more information I will definitely be sharing that next week as we close uh this winter season out and you know if if that information is available okay we move on we much we much we much this <laughs> says no more collaboration <laughs> it's true it's true they're collaborating over there <laughs> okay we move on to our next anime title let's go ahead and get our prop out the way and that is tribe nine tribe nine episode 12 called play ball play ball this is the final episode for this anime as well um yeah the title i mean it's just it's straightforward like there it's a it's like the final game the let the last hooray you know just the you know they, they're going out there and they're giving it all putting it all on the line and that's what happened um <clears throat> excuse me my throat is parched maybe i should hydrate <laughs> there ain't no hydrate buttons up in here so i don't know what y'all gonna do about that <laughs> because <laughs> uh, i know so i know so you know i know some people get abused by that hydrate button now that they on the floor just uh leaking over there <laughs> but yeah I, the, the first thing that i thought watching this episode um because you had uh um i would say how to just say hey you know what i got some you know these are people that i want to protect friends that I really care about and I love XB baseball. 
I have to put it all out on the line here. And so this is pretty much like Hadu's first time being like completely confident in himself and wanting to just go extremely ham. Like he, like there was no looking back. Like he was looking forward and looking to protect his friends, but also his love for XB baseball. And just seeing him uh, just so confident, I thought, okay, uh, Camille would be so proud of him right now, because as you know, in past episodes, he passed away, which was, Honestly, a shocker to me because I didn't think that Kami was going to be going out like that. It seemed like he was going to be around for at least a majority of this this anime. So it was a complete plot twist and shocker for me. But yes, hat backwards, Haru, bro. When he turned his hat, his hat backwards and had the the bean bat out and was like, "I'm about to knock the sucker out the park." I was like, okay, okay. But say it with the chest out, you know. But he, he, it was, it was just a really, really cool episode. And of course, Tyga, you know, the the mouthpiece of the crew, but also very, very strong and uh, a, a very good team player. You know, he came out and supported Hadu, and they made things work. And as the title says, play ball. You know, they fought to the very end, and the fight scenes that was happening, it was. Really 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 cool so um the animation was great uh i'd say that this episode was probably the best animation like period like out of all of the episodes of tribe nine this was the the leader of all of them because there was so much going on now i will say this and maybe this kind of goes into story progression just a little bit so story progression i said it was good and the problem that I had with this episode is they threw some pieces in here that just don't make any sense to me. Like, okay, you have, um, oh my God, I forget his, uh, I always forget some of the, the characters' names, but imagine you have the, the antagonist of this whole series, you know, being protected by his friend. They stand in front of a, a, a train they get hit by the train so in my mind i'm like okay it's over with <laughs> like well, it, one of them is not longer no longer gonna be going further any longer in this in this episode but guess what they're both alive and well and kicking and i'm just like wait what like how and then you have another person tiger's um teacher his you know for the most part uh hana he gets shot by, you know, and I, what? Like he, he, now he's moving on to a situation where he's trying to uh, find out who's pulling the strings in the background, but he's wounded from a a, a, a gunshot. It, I, it just don't make sense to me. I, I just, just, they just throwing everything all over the place. <clears throat> and so, yeah. So for that part right there, that disconnect in it for me, is just like, I don't feel like they had to do that in order to kind of make this episode really feel whole. You know, it's almost like they did that to where you wouldn't forget the characters or you could show they could showcase just how strong or resilient or whatever that they are. And I just it, it didn't it didn't do it for me. But uh, dialogue was great. So and as a whole, I mean, this was a great episode, despite some of the shortcomings with the placement and this kind of the 
um, storytelling with some of the characters, but you know, hey, th this happens, you know, as um, you know, Tribe Nine, you know, this is something I'll be talking about next week uh, as we, re you know, report on this anime. It's, it has a very kind of an old school mentality when it comes down to um, anime, you know, and some people, they love that, like, 90s like early 2000s era where it was just about the action and just giving you the characters and just pouring it all over you and the the dialogue and story progression that was just like a like a we might give you that <laughs> it might be okay but no nah, like I, I i i'm definitely someone that I need that story progression and dialogue i need all those to be firing on all cylinders but you know still a great episode and Probably one of the best episodes of Trap of Tribe Nine for sure. But okay, we move on to our next anime title, and it's actually our last anime title. As I said before, um, Attack on Titans final episode is going to be coming out this Sunday, and so we'll be able to talk about that in more greater detail next Wednesday. Uh, and close that out as well. And of course, Demon Slayer, we put the bed uh, a couple weeks ago. But all right, moving on to our next anime title, and that is Boom! Love of Kill. Man, episode 12 called My Name. It's the final episode, and whew, was it a tearjerker? It was a tearjerker because this the story for Love of Kill is so good. I remember talking to my mom about love a kill and i told her hey i think that you'd be really like interested in it. because my mom it's uh i don't know it's like i guess as we're getting older maybe that she's like okay i want to like do more things that my kids are passionate about and try stuff or whatnot <clears throat> and so for me i'm just kind of like wait why is my face like that <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's what happens when you talk about your parents you just freeze up like <laughs> I, I can hear i can hear the belt just grinding just flashbacks right now my past mama no <laughs> but yeah i mean this this uh, you know just talk, talking to her i was saying like you would love the plot for love a kill so much because you have a assassin uh, who's a male, and then you have a female bounty hunter who's a novice and inexperienced, but still performs pretty well at her job. And they collide, at, you know, on the field at some point. And the assassin, who's severely experienced, uh, you know, takes a liking to her. And because she's almost like a frail rabbit, or you know, just you know, just you know, it's just, it's almost like it's cute that you are so new to this. Um, but turns out that there was more to the story than meets the eye. He actually had an inkling that he knows who she is. And it turns out that there's this whole backstory re regarding Chateau, that she was a survivor from her uh, dad passing away and kind of getting him. We don't know exactly what his dealings and things he was involved with, uh, but we know that he was a target from some other assassin organizations. And so he, knowing that he was a target, um, he, you know, kind of faked the situation and hid his daughter away in a suitcase when she was very young. And his Chateau, who happens to be 
the young bounty hunter, uh, young lady that we're talking about now. And so this episode, you know, my name pretty much puts all those pieces together and tells us, you know, why, you know, she, you know, has kind of lived the life that she has and why she could, couldn't really resist um, anytime Sung Ha would, you know, kind of care for her and she wanted to kind of resist, she still ended up trusting him in the end. And it turns out that, um, it turns out that she was saved by him when she, they were very, when she was really, really young. And I don't know, it's, just, it's, you know, I think the big part of this episode had a lot to do with abandonment issues. And see, this is the thing, at least with BBP, like I'm going to cover, like, we're going to cover it all. Like, uh, you know, the, the, the sensitive topics, the kind of blazingly, like, just happy-go-lucky, like, we're going to encompass this all. And the abandonment issue, I, you know, of her feeling like every time something happens, she's the reason for it. And when you think about her past and all of the, the, the bad things that happen on her way to adulthood, it's almost like a black cat where... I have to distance myself away from people because if I get emotionally tied to them or whatnot, then, you know, I don't, you know, if something happens to them, I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. But I'm also realizing that like deep down in myself, like I, I, I miss those, you know, those strong bonds and relationships. And for the life of me, because of things that happened to me, it's hard for me to kind of uh, meet in the middle and kind of feel like that again. And so I was just like, man, like this is just, this anime is so deep. But in the end of this episode, uh, we got to know the truth between Song Hai and his story. Uh, and uh, they eventually end up working together. And so they made it seem towards the end that there's going to be a season two, which I'll be like, I'll be really, really surprised if there's not a season two because this anime has gotten some pretty good uh reception and there's a lot of meat still left on the bone like there's still things that we need to know that needs to happen next and so i'm kind of curious like okay are they gonna are they gonna get to a point where now they're gonna maybe go into hiding and song high is gonna train Ch chateau up to be more like a better assassin in a sense, but but it feels like that the the time that they need for her to really get good is not going to be long enough. So I don't know. I'm really I'm really interested to see what happens next. But uh, the animation was good. The story progression was just the best. I mean, telling you, love a kill like through and through. Just the story is really what makes you like just love every single moment of it like yeah i'm glued in i'd I be looking i'd be feeling like a zombie while staring at the screen watching this anime but uh, the dialogue was great as well so in conclusion it was uh you know a great episode you know and i, I think they sent us out um you know with a nice little cliffhanger and Man, like I said, if there's not a season two, I'm gonna be really disappointed. And but man, that's another thing we're gonna have to talk about on BBP one day too. When there is a renewal for an an anime, the length of time that we have to wait until we get the next season, okay, we need to stop this. Like these production studios and all that, 
I know that y'all have a lot of other, you know, places and, and, and uh, or I shouldn't say places, but rather pieces that need to get out there and stories that need to be told. But I really like how you Foldable did it with Demon Slayer. They said, dang, you know what? We got, we got some other properties, but we're going to put all of our resources into this and try to push out content as fast as possible as we can. And that's my opinion. Like, if you got something good on your hand, like ride that out to the wheels fall off. Like we're not going to be us, the viewers, we're not going to be mad at uh, seeing something come back around real fast now. But I also do understand the heartburn of seeing like certain titles. Like I'm telling y'all right now, a RPG MMO type of anime, like um, sword art online. If I watch one more, I'm going to puke. I swear <laughs> I swear, man, I can't, like, I'm just, I'm done with them. Like, there's too many of them. I don't care anymore. Like, I don't want to see you anymore. But, 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 I will absolutely watch it if I have to, because that is my love and passion and dedication to this lovely media that we called anime. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, that is the end of our episode. Man, y'all been great. I'm just sitting there chilling. Ben said, hey, you got to get some water, son. <laughs> get some water, son. Yeah, I, I, I got to do that. I got to do that. A, sh a shot of aqua, aquafina. <laughs> it's like, man, if you, drink, if you drink that water, you might as well be dead on the floor. <laughs> I don't want to lose a potential sponsorship. I'm sorry. I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it. <laughs> But hey, that is our show. Hey, make sure that y'all come and join us on Saturday. We do have our shows on Wednesday and Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, generally, we have a character analysis where we'll you know go over a character and talk about like, the strengths and weaknesses and how smart they are and all these other things. But we won't be having another character analysis until our spring 2022 season. Uh, but we will have a lot of VODs coming soon on the character analysis that we covered this season so far really soon. So um, that's it. You know, like I said, next, next Wednesday is going to be our season finale. And, uh, you know, we won't be returning for probably mm, about a week and a half, almost two weeks. But uh, when we do come back, we're going to have some nice little changes. Yeah. Yeah. You like that, don't you? <laughs> Who's been a good boy and girl? You have. You have. All right, we out this thing. Y'all have a good one, and I'm out. Peace.